Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. We look at Oregon like, as a rare offer. Like on the East Coast, we don't see many guys offered by Oregon. We see many guys offered like over there on the West Coast, but we look at Oregon as like, wow, like that's a huge offer. That's that's how we see Oregon. Welcome into the Ots and Audibles podcast. I'm Matt Bream. And on today's show, we've got a guest. We are going to talk to one of the most recent players to land a scholarship offer from the Oregon football program. That is Damari Alston out of Atlanta, Georgia, and Woodward Academy High School. He's a member of the 2022 recruiting class, now has 29 scholarship offers now that the Oregon Ducks have extended him an offer. But first, before we dive into today's show, I do want to remind Duck fans out there that if you are not a VIP member of DuckTerritory.com that you can subscribe today for as low as $1 and then $9.95 thereafter that. You get inside scoop on the Oregon Ducks, expert analysis, and opinion on the Ducks from myself, from Eric Scopel, Kevin Wade, and a large other group of national and, re- and regional recruiting writers. You get to read all the content across the 24-7 Sports Network. This is uh, you don't you don't subscribe just to us. You subscribe to our network, so you get to read everything that comes out from 247sports.com. And then you also get to join a great community that's growing every single day and has a large number of really cool, really informed Oregon Duck fans. And, oh, by the way, you can get it for as low as $1 and then $9.95 there after that. Or if you choose, you could go the annual route and you could save – a large chunk of money. Uh, if you paid twelve, if you if you did the annual membership, you would save just over forty four dollars a year by subscribing to DuckTerritory.com and, and doing the annual membership opposed to paying the monthly one. So we've got options for both sides. And if you can, if you enjoy the podcast and you want to help support the podcast and uh, allow us to continue to do so you can do that by subscribing to DuckTerritory.com. And if you can't subscribe right now, that's totally fine. Totally on board with that. We've also got a ton of free content. Join our newsletter, which is free. You can continue to listen to these podcasts, which are free. And you can also give us likes and reviews on iTunes and wherever else that you listen to your our podcasts on. Uh, make sure to give us a review there. That also helps us tremendously. So, Thank you for listening, and let's dive into this podcast. All right, now let's welcome in Damari Alston onto the Odds and Audibles podcast. Damari, thank you for coming on the show. How's it going, man? It's going great. What about yourself? We're doing all right, trying to get through this time and everything that's going on in the world right now. And let's let's talk about just your training process right now, Damari. <laughs> everything is kind of shut down and or starting to open back up. Um, I, I know you live in Atlanta, Georgia, and, and so maybe things have opened up a little earlier than, than other places around the country, but just 
through this whole process, how have you been able to stay training and to stay in shape and get yourself ready for your junior football season? Okay. So when, uh, when quarantine first started, I was working out. I just started working out at home, trying to do my own workout, uh, make sure like I'm keeping this, I'm keeping my weight up and I'm maintaining strength. And then I, um, I met I met a dude at at a car wash, surprisingly, and <laughs> he said he had a gym where like I could train that, and he would train me for free. So I was like, okay, that's cool. And we were at it every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at eight a.m. sharp. Um, we're working, we're hitting the weights, and um, I actually have a speed and agility trainer that helps me with my footwork and my running back stuff. And we train Friday and Saturday. Sometimes we even train, like, on the days that I live. So sometimes it'll be a two-a-day. And, yeah, we get that work in. And the days that I don't live, like Tuesday and Thursday, I'll go to the track and probably run or go to the football field, do gassers or do a workout that my coaches gave me. But soon, um, June 8th, we go back. Actually, for us, June 9th, we go back. And we can, uh, the whole team can start conditioning together and get a feel of what camp is going to feel like this summer. I I imagine that's got to be pretty exciting of not being able to work out with your full team for so such a long period of time. What do you feel like that that first practice would be like? I feel like that first practice would be filled with energy and everybody would be hyped and like everybody would just be ready to get this work and we'll see who really been working over this break. Yeah. I was just going to say, it also kind of feels like a, a, a check or a test of to, to really feel like and, and see maybe who did put in the work when no one was looking. Yeah. During the spring, it's also an evaluation period. And I understand you're a 2020 prospect and the rules are a little bit different from when you could have in person or, you know, phone conversations with recruits, uh, with yeah. college programs across the country. It's a little bit different um, with yeah. for a 2021 guy compared to yourself. But it's still it was still going to be an opportunity where in the spring, if you wanted to, you, you could hop on a plane or get in the car and drive to check out a school. Um, yeah. Schools certainly were going to come by your high school and mm-hmm. maybe watch you in spring football or make any, an in-school check-in. How has this whole process, you feel like, been on that regard from an evaluation standpoint? Have you going to see schools? Were you going to go check out places this spring and summer? Uh, yeah, I was actually planning because around spring, I probably had about 13 or 12 offers, and I was actually planning to go see, like, a good four of those schools, probably, like, Miami, Arkansas, Colorado, and um, – and Kansas State. And so, I mean, without the evaluation period, I feel like it's still been the same. I feel like after the, after my sophomore season, I feel like I was still going to, you know, continue. My recruiting process was going to continue to blow up, and I was going to continue to get offers, like, no matter what. And, um, yeah, I just feel like without the evaluation period um, – it definitely took away some of my time to, like, go see different coaches and different schools that I wanted to see. But 
at the end of the day, um, we'll have it next year and everything will make up for it. You mentioned, you know, before the, the quarantine period started, you had around 13 scholarship offers. That's more than yeah. doubled. You're, you're more, at, more at 30 last time I checked. Yep. What, what's just, that been like? picked up my 29th. What'd you say? I said, what's that been like? You know, just, you know, normally I would think, okay, schools can't come see me. Uh, Valuation period's done. I can't go make visits. Recruiting might slow down. And it's been quite the opposite for you. Yeah. When I heard that, um, like, when I heard that quarantine shut everything down, visits and schools can't come see us, I thought that, thought that everything would be done. Like, well, not done, but like, yeah, I feel like it would slow down, and and coaches wouldn't like be looking at me as much because they're not at the school. But it actually, my recruiting process took off. My offers doubled, I guess, because coaches had more time to sit in the office and like evaluate more film. And my coach, my recruiting coordinator, Coach Davis, he actually sent my film out to a lot of coaches, and they liked it. And they got in touch with me, followed me on Twitter and schools such as, you know, Oregon, um, Oregon, um, Michigan, Georgia Tech, Tennessee, South Carolina, all schools like that. They, they've been looking at me for a while and they finally decided to offer, which is a blessing to me right now because I didn't think it would be this way with the quarantine stuff going on. We're speaking with Damari Alston. He's a 2022 running back out of Woodward Academy in the state of Georgia. And what was your reaction when Mario Cristobal, the head coach at the University of Oregon, followed you on Twitter? Do you even notice that? Or is, yeah, that, I did. is that a special thing? Yeah, it is. Because, like, Oregon has, like, it's always been a dream school of mine. So, like, since I was younger, I've always watched Oregon. My favorite player was DeAnthony Thomas. And like, yeah, it's it's just truly a blessing. To like, for Mario Cristobal to follow me, for Jim Mensho to follow me, and the whole the rest of the staff follow me. Like the OC, the wide receiver coach. Um, it's just it's just a blessing. My reaction was it, it was like it put a smile on my face. Now you said Oregon offered, and how did that offer go about? And just. What's it like being offered a scholarship by Oregon during a time when everything's kind of done through Zoom? Okay, so before we before we started talking, um, I started uh, – Jim, Jim Maestro followed me. I actually followed him first, and he followed me back. And we started talking, like, before I even got the offer. It was probably, like, a couple days ago we started talking. And then he was just telling me, like, he's doing his homework on me and looking, asking coaches about me, coaches that I played against, players that I played against. And he said they all had good things to say about me. And later, um, earlier today, Coach BMAC, the wide receiver coach, he called me. He told me that uh, Oregon's going to offer me. And I later called Coach Maestro and BMAC on a Zoom call um, earlier, around 4.30, well, 1.30 y'all time. And we talked, and they they basically just wanted to get to see my face and get a good feeling about it. And they look forward to meeting my parents, which is big. And 
Yeah, my reaction was just priceless because it's one of my dream schools, and it's just a blessing. What makes it the dream school, one of the dream schools for you? What was, what's been so attractive about the Oregon program for you? So I'll, I'll say when I was little, I mean, you know, when you're little, like, you're just, you're just looking at the uniforms, just right. like, oh, my God, look at, look at the uniforms. And, yeah, like, that really stood out to me. But as I grew, I just realized that Oregon was actually a great football program, and it just wasn't about the uniforms or looks. And, like, like I said, my favorite player growing up was DeAnthony Thomas. I used to sit down, just watch his highlights all the time. Um, it was definitely a player I looked up to. And, yeah, I think Oregon's one of the top schools in the nation, not just not just um, sports-wise, but, you know, academics, because that's big, what I'm looking on. And, yeah, that definitely fits in one of my dream schools. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We're speaking with Damari Alston, a running back in the 2020 recruiting class from the state of Georgia and recently offered by the Oregon Ducks. Uh, you mentioned academics, and that's a big thing for you. Mm-hmm. Speaking academically, what are, what are you looking for in a school? What's kind of your – you're still a couple of years out from from even getting to college, and when you arrive, you don't even have to decide your major your first year. But just kind of right now, what stands out academically for you, what you want to study in, and kind of the, the key things for you? Well, right now, I mean, I don't really know right now. But I, I'll say, like, my dad does business, so I, I'm really interested in business, and I'm always working with my dad, um, making money with my dad. So, like, it's really – it's really um, – I'm really interested in business, but I don't really know what I want to major when I get to college. For Me sure. and my uncle, we, we've been – had some talks about it, but I'm pretty sure I know um, this junior year or close to my senior year. How, what's your approach right now with recruiting? I mean, obviously, you can't sign with a school even if you were ready today for at least over a year. 
um, are you just in the collecting information stage? Some guys in your class are, are making lists. Where are you in that kind of a process right now? Yeah, I'm just, like you said, I'm just in the collecting information stage. I'm trying to get to know uh, every school that's offered me. I mean, every offer is a blessing. I want to get to know everybody, all the coaches, where I fit in the program. Uh, it's the sports program good, it's the academics good. Yeah, right now I'm just staying patient and counting my blessings. I mean, like, probably after my junior year, I'll probably end up narrowing, narrowing my um, list down, probably about 10 teams. But right now, yeah, I'm just staying patient, collecting information. What's important from a football side of things? I mean, I, I think everyone understands that every, every athlete, most first and foremost, wants to play. Um, yeah, and then and then probably the second one would be winning. Uh, yeah, but what other things are out there that you look at a school and when you're collecting this information and okay, this school's got this. They're in the good list. I don't know enough about this school. What, what are the things that you're looking at when you're looking at football programs? Oh, <clears throat> uh, so when I'm looking at football programs, I want to see like how are the how are the facilities? Uh, how are the trainers taking care of the players and how are the coaches taking care of the players and actually like how the coaches like coach. Cause like a coach could be nice to me cause he's recruiting me. Right. But I want to get down there in the spring, see spring practice or a game. And I want to see how the coaches react when a play doesn't go the right way or yeah. That that's that's about the only extra thing. I mean, of course, I I want to play um, my freshman year, sophomore year, and yeah, that's about it. Have you thought at all, like stylistically, of what kind of offense best suits you, or are you totally open to any offense that's out there? Um. Well, in high school, we run a spread. My high school runs a spread offense, so like I'm kind of used to being. I'm kind of used to being a shotgun um, in a one back backfield, and I'm kind of used to being like spread it out in the slot. And sometimes we're under center when we run power plays, which is good. So yeah, I'm kind of used to a power and a spread offense. So I think that's where I'll fit. And Oregon definitely runs a spread offense. So yeah, definitely fits me. You're gonna. The NCAA is likely – they're still working through all the logistics of it, but name, image, and likeness and athletes being able to profit off of that. You're going to be that first recruiting class that can go in to college more than likely right now, the way things are, are tracking, to be able to step on campus and be able to, to profit off your name, image, and likeness as well as yeah. be a, you know, a collegiate athlete. Does that factor into – into what schools you're going to pick of maybe who can help you the most of building a brand and bu building an online presence and, and the business. Uh, it, it truly does. Man. I mean, as a college, as a college football player, I want, I want to make some money, you know, like it's, it's not just about the money, but at the end of the day, I still want to make some money to make sure I'm straight, make sure my family's straight, make sure everyone around me is good. So, yeah, that, that would definitely be a factor in what school I would go to. Do you remember the first scholarship offer you got? Um, actually, when I, first, when I first got an offer, it was two in one day. So 
later, it was around, it was my freshman year, around January, I think it was Kent State and Toledo. Those were my first two offers. They came in the same day. My coach called me later that night. And, yeah, I was just filled with excitement. I knew my recruitment was about to take off. And, yeah, it's just a blessing. Did you think it'd be 30 offers a year and a half later? Uh, no, I probably would have thought I would have, like, 15 offers, like 17. I never thought I would have 30 offers right now. Who'd you tell first when you got your first scholarship offer? Oh, I told my dad, and he was just like, he was excited. My mom, she was excited also. And they were just like, just keep working, keep grinding, remain humble. So I was like, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the motto. Obviously, every offer is an exciting one. Your first one is probably a little bit more exciting. And mm-hmm. I, think, I think any athlete would say this, that they're very confident in themselves. And it's not in a cocky way. It's just the, the nature that comes with being an athlete. Um, is there, though, a point in time where you're like, okay, I knew I was good, but I'm truly one of the best players at my position or truly one of the best players in my class – not just in my high school, not just maybe in my region, but just across the country. Did that ever, has that ever that moment ever hit you where, oh, I'm actually really good at this? And not just yeah, definitely. Um, coming out of ninth grade and coming into tenth grade, it was a big transition for me because, like, I didn't I didn't play running back a lot in ninth grade, but I played running back my whole life. But I didn't play running back a lot in ninth grade because we had a, a four-star recruit at, um, at running back who goes to Virginia Tech now, Taj Gary. And, and um, going into 10th grade, I was just working hard at running back stuff, um, running all day, lifting every day. And, like, during the season, like, mid-season, it just struck me. I was like, I think I'm one of the best in my class, or I think, like, no one's touching me right now. And it, it's not even because of the offers I got. It's just because how I'm scoring two, three touchdowns a game, uh, 100 yards a game, it just it just hit me. Like, after, after a couple games, I was just like, yeah, I'm one of the best in my class, and I know it. It, it went from maybe some – anxiety or your anxiousness going into games to knowing full confidence that you belong? Is that, is that what you're describing? Yeah. Is there a scholarship offer that made you just kind of like, whoa, I just got offered by – has that ever happened? <laughs> I mean, it, pro- it happened today. I mean, with the Oregon offer, yeah, it happened today. Um, I'll say probably – my uh, North UNC offer because that's my hometown, uh, South Carolina, Miami, because I visited Miami over the, um, in about Jan- March before the quarantine started. And then he called me a few weeks later and offered me at night. So, yeah, those are some offers that, like, blew my mind. Um, Brian McClendon, the receivers coach at Oregon, he's also mm-hmm. from Georgia, the, the Atlanta area. He previously came from South Carolina. Is, is that someone that 
you knew prior to him showing up at Oregon, even maybe just remotely? Um, I didn't know him, but we grew up in the same area. We talked earlier, and we both we grew up around like the South Side, the East Side, uh, Adamsville. We I played on um, on youth football teams that he's played on in the past, and yeah, we just related a lot. I'm surprised I didn't know him though. Oregon offered, and, and you put it out on Twitter. Um, you heard from some recruits from Oregon. You've heard, obviously, from fans. Have you talked to any recruits about Oregon that are in, that are interested or committed to Oregon, or is that just way too early yet? Uh, no, I haven't talked to any yet. Um, they'll probably hit me up soon. I mean, you know, there's always fans. Fans will always hit my DM. Um, yeah, and they'll comment under the offer. Sure. Yeah, the fan base is crazy. But I plan on talking to some recruits. Um, I talk to Cross a lot, Cross Patton, who's yeah. currently at Oregon and is a running back. Yeah, we talk a lot. Um, we've been talking throughout this whole recruiting process, and he's been working with me in Atlanta. And, yeah. You've been, work, you've been working out with Cross Patton? Yes, sir. What's that been like? What's, what's he, he, he told you about Oregon? Um. He's basically like, I mean, we talk, we don't, we don't talk much about Oregon, sure. but he, he tells me like, it's a great school. And like, he, he wouldn't, he, he, he does not regret um, coming to Oregon, signing to Oregon. And if I ever got that offer, he told me like, I should just commit. What makes Cross Patton a good running back? Uh, Cross Patton, he's shifty. He can he can make you miss and he's also tough. Like he works he works really hard at practice. I remember him being like when I played with him when I was in ninth grade, he was a really hard worker. He stood out to all the coaches and yeah, Cross was just a role model. The Ducks last couple of seasons have, have tried to recruit Georgia a little bit harder. Uh, in twenty twenty they they signed one recruit from the the Georgia the state of Georgia in twenty nineteen. Uh, they did it. They had signed another one. They've extended a lot of scholarship offers uh, in 2021 and more frequently now. And in, in your recruiting class of 2022, yeah. Could you maybe just explain the popularity of Oregon in the heart of SEC country in in the state of Georgia in the Atlanta area? Uh, how is Oregon perceived back there? Like in like how's Oregon perceived in the in Atlanta? Yeah. Okay, so we look at Oregon like as a rare offer. Like on the East Coast, we don't see many guys offered by Oregon. We see many guys offered like over there on the West Coast, but we look at Oregon as like wow, like that's a huge offer. That's that's how we see Oregon. What what's the fan? Is, are a lot of kids out there interested in Oregon? I mean, is that uh, something that maybe isn't really known? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, uh, there's actually I have like three friends. They're all Oregon fans. They're like diehard, diehard Oregon fans. And yeah, I think the Oregon fan base out here is actually a little crazy. Speaking with. Damari Alston and Damari, we'll we'll leave you with with this. Um, obviously, we don't know when recruiting 
the the dead period for recruiting opens up. Um, yeah. But when it does, and everything becomes safe, and you're comfortable with, with traveling again, what are the the schools that you'd like to potentially visit in the next year or so? You know, before your before your senior year starts, are there schools that you you already know? I need to get out and, and check this school out. Yeah. Um. So. As I'm visiting these schools, I want I want to get to see most of the schools that offer me. But I know that's not possible. I know it's not going to happen. But I want to see. I definitely want to see Oregon, uh, schools like Utah, um, North Carolina, South Carolina, um, Tennessee. Um, uh, what else? Uh, Probably Kansas, Kansas State, um, Michigan, Michigan State, and Georgia Tech. I mean, I can obviously go see Georgia Tech uh, anytime because I'm in Georgia. So, yeah, schools, yeah, those are some schools I would actually love to go visit. Damari, thank you for coming on the show. We'll definitely keep in touch with you down the road. Yes, sir. You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If, ready PG.